Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host, our very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 33. Chris, it just gets so much better, this series. I love it. Where would you like to start today? (laughs) Well... <laughs> Fucking hell. Um so so it's gotta be Jackson Page. That's what sort of started out the episode for me, Dave. That they were sort of finishing off what happened in yesterday's episode. Jax is a fucking absolute cock, Dave. An absolute. <laughs> I said he's the baddie. I'd I, be amazed if someone supports this lad at all. He's a fucking knob. And what annoys me is he's doing that. I'm going to feel guilt, make you feel guilty for me to try and win your back thing, which is obviously like you'd said yesterday, it's a default mode for him. He's obviously done this sort of thing over and over again. And he gets away. It goes all mean and moody. Some fucking faux fucking tears. I think he had fucking onions on his fingers or something trying to pull the tears out. Uh, complete fake fucker. And just what a nasty little guy he is. You know, like he's just, there's no need for what he's doing. And Paige, for, for all the thingy, Paige has been really good. She's pretty much going to get back with him. We're definitely going to have Hunt the fucking Slipper in the next couple of episodes and they're back together. But at the moment, she's standing <laughs> firm and she's laying into him. He's just a prick. You know what I mean? Like, just an absolute knob. And the lads are giving him... I mean, Dammy was there giving people advice. I'm like, mate, you've got no leg to stand on. But just... I don't like what Jax has done. I don't like his tone. He was aggressive again towards Paige just because she wasn't buying what he was selling. He started getting arsy with her and I'm like, mate, you're a fucking dick. And wait until she sees that he copped off with Molly. It'll definitely be over then, Dave. Yeah, I, I want to see him in movie night, have that conversation with Molly and then leg it over to Cheyenne and then leg it back over to Molly and say, yeah, I've had a thought with it about it, and it's a friend vibe, and then go to Cheyenne and say, oh, yeah, she puts me off when someone tries to stick it on me. He's a fucking lying toad, Chris, but yeah. very good at it. And uh, the thing is, I'm saying that, like, you know, he, he's a fully formed human being. I think he's like 24 or something, isn't he? But I don't know if, like, growing up in that, rugby world you know and, and rugby could be anything could be football could be tennis anything but that elite sportsman role i don't know does it just mean you get emotionally stunted in everything else in life you know he's just things have come to him very easily girlfriends have come to him very easily and then something happens he breaks up he doesn't have to deal with it he just moves on and so it just seems massively emotionally stunted to me and the, the, it was painful. It used to be a bit of a trope, you know, in, in old 80s movies and stuff where people just can't say sorry, you know, in like comedies and stuff. And they're like, so, 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 and, and they can't say it. And that's the joke. And it's like that with Jax. He basically had to be told straight by the lads, just fucking say sorry. Don't say you know, well, there's no point in me saying sorry because you won't believe me anyway. No, just fucking say it, <laughs> you dick. And the thing is, I think Paige has been pretty good about it. And like you say, I don't have any faith that she's going to be standing by her convictions. Jax is actually making it pretty easy for her right now to, to stay mad at him because of the way he's acting. But I, 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 just, I just think 
I just think she'll go back to him. But also, what I didn't like about how Paige handled things is why is it all this big deal with Jax? But it's fucking funny when Dammy does it. When Dammy's telling her about how he's, you know, he cheated on the first night and there were multiple kisses and all that stuff. And she's laughing and it's funny. Well, why yeah. is that fucking funny? Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked up on that one, Dave. I picked on that. He was very smug telling India, wasn't he? About it, as if she should forgive him, and and it's yeah. it's a big, big joke and everything. And she's like, "I was respectful towards you. I didn't kiss these years at all, which we didn't really see a lot of tonight." But but yeah, damn it again, Dave. Very, you know what it is? They're just a, they're very very immature. We we hope for some older guys this year because last year they were fucking terrible at times, weren't they? Some of the girls were a little bit older, and that maturity. And I'm saying this from someone who still acts like a fucking bell end, which I do at times at 43. <laughs> but but you can clearly see there's that lack of immaturity. And and, and I tell you another one, Dave, which was very very subtle but absolutely exposed himself and it got completely lost inside the episode as a game player to stay in the villa was Jay. He's been China off now who we're just going to be friends. That was a play because he was panicking thinking if, if I go in there and Danica's recoupled, I'm gone. So all he's done there and it's very subtle what he did because of all the drama around Jack's and Paige. Obviously we're going to talk about Andrew and Tasha, but that's exactly what he's, he he's done and he's just played China, but China's like, well, well, it is what it is, whatever. He's not going to get with a Dave, but very clever game playing again from Jay. I'm not sure I follow why it's game playing because it, he he was never in a proper couple with Danica. They were never going to stay together. No. So he, he, and he's got a golden ticket to get back into the villa. So he either walks off the show or chooses someone. I thought that if he came in single, they'd bind him off, like they binned off all the others in Casa Amor. I might be wrong there, but I'm sure. I but, thought but he- he's he's not an OG, is he? But he's one of the, I think the people who you know split off because he wasn't a Casamorian, was he? <laughs> Do you like that? What the fuck? <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones, a Casamorian. I'm going to keep using that. A Casamorian. Like oh my God. Yeah, he no, didn't come yeah, he in wasn't. with Casamore. So he oh. was still in the villa originally. So I thought then. So in previous, in some previous seasons, I seem to remember if people end up single, then they are vulnerable at going out. But it doesn't matter if they've coupled up with someone else, it, it's their original partner. Or, or the pre-Casseramore partner. Yeah. No, no, I agree. But Jay might not know that. I just think he might have... This is my opinion. I'm sort of thinking he's done it just to cover all bases, just in case there's yeah. a twist and they bin him off. Dave, you could be completely right. I mean, it's very rare you are, but you could be completely right. And I, obviously, <laughs> with my hit ratio this series, you know, I, but I do feel there's a new t shirt coming along, a Casamorian. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think Rimbosa, you, yeah, it, you're fair enough with that because he wasn't a Casamore contestant. He didn't come in to shock. It's just, I've got the way he's been previously. I just felt yeah. that he was being, he was just covering his bases with China because literally as they come back in, she said to went, what a difference. The VT well, we have, she's like, well, you know what I mean? I, I think all the boys are quite different, aren't they? And they, they've, again, I feel like they've taken this from last year where it really is a lad's holiday. It's not just a test. So season five and season six, 
it wasn't like the test that they they're going on about in this last couple of seasons. It was a test at its heart, but they didn't go about it like, well, hey, fucking Aya Napa, let's fucking <laughs> let's fucking have it, you know, and be, you know, laddish. I can't think of a better way to describe it. And then and then come back and be like, oh, I don't want her to forgive me. <laughs> you know, oh, it's just ridiculous. But but just to say on Jay, I do think it was game playing, but not necessarily. Not, I wasn't following the reasons that you were saying. It's nothing. It's game playing. Is that you can see this conflict with Paige and Jax, and yes. he's like, right, I need, I need to get out of this couple here, and I because I know that Paige is popular, so I'm going to try and just uh, sneak in there, you know. So so I think in the next couple of episodes, we're going to see Jay try and rekindle something with uh, Paige. Yeah, and also, you're completely right. That was did cross my mind that it was the Paige scenario again because he obviously really likes her. He, he sees a bit of a glimmer of hope there, doesn't he? So, and I know people have called him. I know, yeah, we'll see, Dave. We'll see. Obviously, it'd be nice for you to get one right this series. So, I'll remind <laughs> you the craze. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> I refer you to yesterday's email. Yeah, well no. Oh, from Maeve. Yeah, from Maeve. Yeah. No, not from Maeve. The, the other one that's that you were reading out with glee and saying, well done on getting your first prediction right. <laughs> yeah, I'm still reeling from that slap. I've got a right, I've got a handprint right across my face from that last one. Um anyway, so <laughs> it was brilliant. It wasn't good. It was good. We've got to talk about the main event of the evening, then Dave. So Andrew and Tasha, where the hell do you want to start with this? Obviously, he pied Coco off pretty much straight away, didn't he? But where I, there was just loads going on, and damage starts giving Andrew advice like he's the love doctor. And I'm like, mate, you've got no fucking leg to stand on. Oh, this. This is my favorite bit of Love Island, Chris, because I've got no skin in the game with any of them. I think they're all rubbish. And even though I, I think the person who, who comes off worse, you could say, is Coco, right? Because, you know, she just ended up in the middle of this. But I, I don't really buy her intentions either. I don't think Andrew's no. her type. They have got frisky a bit, you know, but she, she's, she was really trying to get back into the villa i said when she came in to casa Amor, i said she was like that mercedes in the u.s season yeah. where you know it, it didn't matter if if she wasn't gonna get anywhere with one person she'd move on to the next one that is the name of the game and that is absolutely fine but don't play it like it's a thing that's happened in the real world where, you know, a bloke ends up using a, a woman because he's on a rebound or something, and then, but she doesn't really know. She's not informed of the game. Coco knows exactly what's going on there. She's fucking watched it on, you know, TV. She's told, you know, along with the other Casaramore girls, she's told Andrew, you're being played and stuff, you know, knowing that that makes him a bit vulnerable and gettable. Andrew, what an absolute bell end! You know, he's, he's the more I see it, the more he is Simon from the In Between Us, where you know he's he's now acting like he's the victim, but you're not. You you had your own things again. We we know why you you went, why you were steered, but you could have had courage in your convictions. You could have said no, I don't believe you. I'm going to stick with Tasha. 
But the thing, and, and then you've got Tasha. She really feels like the victim as well. She wasn't going to get together with Andrew again. She wanted to keep him dangling there as an insurance policy, but she wasn't going to get to him. But, oh, my God, he's done something. And the fact, Chris, that <laughs> the way it played out, so Coco's like, ah, oh, it's night and day. She can't fucking wait to tell the other uh Casamorians. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make this damn thing stick. She can't wait to tell the other girls, you know, well, he wouldn't touch me t- uh, last night, but, you know, first night he was sucking my tits. And, and, uh, and I, I think she said it twice or something, didn't she? And then she comes across with her big shit stirring spoon and she's almost smiling as she's saying to Andrew, you know, it's like, oh, I did something wrong here. I might have messed up, you know. And then Andrew goes across and he, he basically repeats the words to Tasha. And I'm like, usually we see some better game playing. You know, people soften the words, you know, uh, he, he could have said to Tasha about, um, you know, oh, we did get a bit hot and heavy. You know, if we were in the swimming pool, we'd have got chucked out for heavy petting. He, he could have said all these different things, but it's just the way he was all like flustered. It was like, um, yeah, so I, I completely forgot, but uh, I, I, I was sucking at tits. <laughs> Just thought, it was <laughs> amazing the way it played out. And again, I'm sorry, I, I don't fucking have any sympathy for Tasha, but she's got, you know, she's holding court with all the girls, bawling her eyes out and stuff. She didn't give a fuck about him. You know, she wanted to explore things with Billy, then that's absolutely fine. And then she's like, yeah, liar. Oh, <laughs> that's, <bad. laughs> that's my line, Tasha. <laughs> and all the girls are like, no, it's not the right time. And he's like, ah, well, you know, he doesn't give a fuck. Chris, I, I always say I never go back and watch these episodes. I actually go back and watch this one again. <laughs> the Davide one, she actually said it in Davide's answer. You're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was... I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it, it did sound like she was imitating him. She did. And the thing is with all this, right, all three of them, so Andrew, Tasha and Coco are all fucking bellends, shithouses, all doing it for their own manoeuvres. Andrew yeah. is the kid who, when he got told off, doing, he's basically doing like, like Jacks and stuff. Um, you know, like where Jax is trying to make people feel sorry for him. He's obviously, as you say, Simon from in between us, and you see it with Simon on the in between us, is when he's in a precarious position where he's been caught out, he obviously, his mum and dad, probably his mum, has let him off, Dave, because he sat in the corner sulking with his arms crossed, head down. I keep thinking of that meme of, um, is it Forrest Gump or something? Or like where they're just walking <laughs> with their head down. And that's what he was doing. He was doing all he needed was the violin music, the fucking dick. He... <laughs> it was wrong. Tasha is not innocent in all of this. Obviously, her barometer is, well, I only kissed him. It doesn't matter. You both were wrong. I'm not yeah, defending yours Andrew. Yours is worse than mine. Um, yours you know? is worse than mine because, and, and to be fair, Dave, you, you didn't see this, but obviously with me having insider knowledge, Andrew's actually, um, should be exonerated of actually sucking on the nipple, Dave, because what I've found <laughs> is I've got his medical records and he's, got, um, he's got a milk intolerance. So he was, a bit, he was a bit low and that's what he should have said to 
on that one. But I just found it ridiculous. That's the new T-shirt. I only sucked on a tip, Dave. That's your big CD reality cast T-shirt. I just found that I whole... I forgot that yeah, I was sucking on, on a tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got mother complex, you know what I mean? That's what I you should have said. I was actually in uh, yeah. that. A Pizza Hut in Woking. <laughs> it's really what he should have said to make it even more strange. Just go, oh, I'll still do that with my mum. But then, anyway, oh, no. Well, you know. no well, there no. should be an investigation. There should be an investigation. And then uh, I, I'll answer whether I was sucking on her tits. It's the fact that everyone kept repeating it. And we didn't we didn't see this translation of words to soften them, you know, for, from what actually happened. I, I just thought the fact that everyone just kept fucking repeating it just had me crying i was crying because what that's not a dialogue of words is it like i've you know tits on it as he was saying and it's the way she went over coco coco's an absolute wannabe right so we've seen we got a bit of inside of stuff saying that she'd actually been filming for maths uh, uk so she's obviously just doing the rounds trying to get a tv show to stick this is the one that's got her on the show she's on national tv when she went over to the girls, again, she had Jaxie's fucking onion in her pocket. The fucking fake tears coming. She's like, hey, yeah. and all she was doing that for was to get the girls on side. And it's like, <laughs> you've done nothing wrong. And he's like, can we see which one it was? Is your teeth marks there? I mean, I was like, what the fuck conversation is it? Why would you go over and say, he sucked my tits? Like, well, I just... It's a weird it's thing. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous to have this conversation. And then Andrews are like, oh, I forgot. No, you didn't, you little shit. He knew what he was doing. He was being pathetic and he was he was trying to get one over on Tasha. He was trying to protect himself and he went completely the other way. He, he, yes, he was worse than Tasha. I'm not saying that at all. But Tasha's not innocent in any of it. And all three of them, for me, are just a bunch of cocks. Like, I think... This whole arc with them two just doesn't work. And Andrew just goes from person to person with his moping and fucking whinging. I'm like, you are so fucking guilty, pal. You've got not a leg to stand on. So I just think all three of them are a bunch of cops, Dave. I don't like any of them, if I'm being honest. But I think yeah. Tasha's, got a, Tasha's got a point, but she also hasn't. Because yesterday's episode, she said, I'm not shutting you off. And it's like, well, does it matter what he's done in Casa? Then I don't understand why she's bothered because they're both recoupled. I don't get it. I, I just didn't get the whole thing, but I just love the tick gate. We'll just call it tick gate, Dave. <laughs> Sucking tick, tick gate. What a fucking ridiculous conversation this is. Yeah, but I think all three of them, you could say, have their points. No tip pun in, intended. <laughs> um, all three of them do have their points, but all three of them have their negative points as yeah, well. Yeah. I, I, like you say, you know, Tasha shouldn't have said that. Now fucking Simon is on the fucking day beds. Yeah. What? I know. Why? I know. You're going to be cold. Who are you trying to impress? And so I, I must admit, when the, when the episode started off, I mean, we spent most of the time with Jackson Page, didn't we, at the start? But then it became all about that trio, that triangle. Or, well, I don't know if Coco's technically in it anymore. And at first I was like, oh, I'm so done with these two. I'd said yesterday, just fucking keep them separate. You know, put them in opposite ends of the villa or something. They are just so bad for each other. 
but no, I, but when he got into it, I was loving it. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. Well, I must admit, Luca, I've got to talk about Luca again in a minute, but Luca oh, did say, like, he did say when they were all winding up, when they all found out, he went, I don't know what's the problem. It's only one tit. And I was like, this fucking dialogue you're using had me crying, but it's like, it's so fucking wrong. And then she tells, like you said, she tells the Casa Amorians, Dave, um, that, you know, like you said about like, you know, don't say anything. There's six of them there. Don't say anything on national TV and then tells everyone. <laughs> but it's, she also said, which Tasha doesn't know, he actually said he wanted to fuck her as well, Dave, which I, I know I get called oh, out for swearing. I apologize. Up on that. No, he oh, did. That, that, that was right his wording. With, yeah. Right, I've been right up there with you. Yeah. So, so, he, so yeah. So, so he, he, said, he said that as well, but she didn't use that as leverage. So, Look, maybe he's just not, not yet. Not yet, no. But maybe he's just not got in bed with a day because he's worried that, you know, it'd be like a child locking on. He'd be like, I can't help myself. They were just there. <laughs> and the only thing, well, you catch, see. Yeah, you catch him in films, don't you? Well, we've just watched The Boys, haven't we? And there's a character called The Deep. And I won't say, he, oh basically, he's the leader of, the, he's leader of fish. And yeah, he's a superhero show on Prime, but he's the best superhero show ever i've ever seen i absolutely love it but that guy's got some problems dave and i keep thinking he's always trying to rehab and not go to i can imagine uh, andrew going to tits anonymous dave you know like i don't know what it is i just keep latching on he just invite me in maybe he's gonna come out and say to tasha to get her back i'm really sorry but i'm a titaholic i just can't it is weird that they were just hone in on that you know, know because i'm just assuming again they were getting very frisky things were getting hot under the covers there and there was lots going on and, and because coco has has highlighted that bit and that has become the thing now and <laughs> it's just amazing <laughs> he's a titaholic dave in my way fucking brilliant <laughs> We're coming out of all sorts of fucking slogans here. But what you know what made me laugh, Dave? Again, fucking Luca with Gemma. He's a fucking oh. dickhead, isn't he? Again, why can't he just accept things? He's like, she's talking to Billy. Billy, obviously, I mean, Billy's fucking rubbish, and he's just going from everyone around the village. You can see Tasha's waning a bit. So he puts it on Gemma. Gemma's a little bit flirty, but she's offering nothing back. And he kicks the finger, and, he, and who's winding him up? Going, oh, he's kicked the chair there. He's kicked the beanbag. And, and Luca went, I'm not bothered. Crack on next minute. He went, I'm not fucking bliss watching this. Yeah. <laughs> off. And I'm just like, mate, fucking chill out. And she even says it, yeah. Gemma's, you know what, Dave? I know. And if I listen back now to the episodes, I know we laid into her and I laid into her a lot. And we, we said, like, it's not Gemma Island, but she is. I know what she's still, everyone says, like, she's still monotone and all that. But you know what? She doesn't stand any messing and she stands up for herself. And when she does, she articulates herself really well. And, and I like the fact that she gives it back to Luca. And then he goes, oh, I was only joking. But he really saw mm. his ass again. That that I mean, we all have a jealousy side. It doesn't matter what you say. I know we're taking a piss. We all have, in our lives, have been jealous or got annoyed of things like that. It's it's a fact of life. It's, it's in human nature. But he is just coming across consistently. He's like, I'm not bothered. And I can imagine him putting his hand behind his back with his fist, you know, like, like fucking ready to go. So, yeah, very bizarre. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know, in certain in situations, everyone's going to get jealous at some point. But if you want to date someone like Gemma Rowan, right, you're going to have to put up with a fucking lot of this for a long time. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And I just don't see him keeping a lid on it. No. I just he's just being consistent for me for all the red flags that we've talked about. And I was saying in the Discord tonight that you know if he's the sort of person you know if he's out in a nightclub you know and someone's talking to her. He'll have a, he was sat there fucking stewing with a face on him and eventually, you know, could spark up a fight or something like that. You know, it just seems like he's got that rage just very, very quickly goes into overdrive with the jealousy and possessiveness. And that that's just not healthy. So, no. you know, I, I do appreciate, again, <laughs> Gemma Owens' sort of maturity goes way beyond her years. And she's like, you know... I can't be putting up with this shit. You know, someone's got to, you know, trust me. And um, it's funny, you know, because right up before that, I was thinking, God, I think Billy irritates me more than anyone. Just as he goes around the villa with that shit eating grin, you know, and he has that thing and everyone says, oh, he's got really good chat and he's really funny. I still, Chris, I someone point out to me, where he's actually funny and got good chat. Cause I, I just don't see it. But what he does is he goes around with this shit eating grin and, and laughs at things. And then when the girls say something, it's <laughs> yeah, it's oh, so, so great. Oh, he's so funny. You know? And so he's, he's kind of, he's hitting these notes. He's well practiced at this. He's done this lots before, you know, he's like a, a one of those mentalists, you know, that you were talking about the other day, the people who can read you and, and uh, or was that on the VHS? Can't remember. Uh, but, uh, you know, people who can set this up like a magic trick. He's very good at making it seem like he's got great chat. And I was just thinking, oh, he fucking irritates me more than anyone. And then he was he was doing that bit of flirting and wind it, with Gemma and winding up Luca. I was like, all right, it's a necessary evil in this context, though, so I appreciate him being in the villa for that. Yeah, we need him. We need him, Dave. He's not the hero we need. Uh, but no. But he's the one we deserve. The one we deserve at the moment, yeah. So, Dave, we've had a few emails, some brilliant ones. This is from uh, Etienne. It says, Hi, Chris and Dave. Not trusting Lucas to finding out he may have cheated on his girlfriend for four years with an influencer. Now, I'm not shocked by that at all. Side note, Luca looks shockingly like a young Michael Owen. You know, I've not even noticed that. I'm the oh, one that's I'm gonna have to have a look now. I've not even noticed that. Um, right. Well, I'll, well, let's have a look at that, Etienne. I think I'll have a look back on some of Owen's old pictures. Jax is a grade A manipulator. He's becoming mm. a proper Disney style villain. Couldn't believe Davide telling Dammy that someone was an upgrade from India. Completely unnecessary and untrue thing to say. I couldn't agree more that Laura isn't the right fit for the show. She just doesn't have the energy of someone like Caroline Flat. God rest the soul. Loving the podcast, Etienne. So thank you for that. It's a great email. Um, we've had one from Matthew Dave. Absolutely love the podcast. Chris and Dave, I got hooked on Love Island in 2017 when I got to work in England for six months. My fellow co-workers were chatting about the reality show one morning and I've been hooked ever since. Oh, that's nice. I'm back in my home of Canada now and I haven't missed a series. Initially, I was listening to the official podcast, but wow, is it ever shit. They don't give us the real chat like you guys do so well. So happy I found you guys for this season. Keep up the amazing work. I fucking love it. Will you be following the American <laughs> Bachelorette season that starts on Monday? Thanks so much, fellas. Matt, Matt, you started your email off so well and you've ended it with the Bachelorette. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Um, 
I think, yeah, I think, I think um, if we weren't doing this, we may have covered it there, but we can't cover that. And obviously Love Island US is coming at some point in a few weeks. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, uh, we would absolutely love to do it. I mean, uh, uh, even though, like, with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, we seem to have, with all of these shows, we have equal parts love and hate. You know, we, we sort of have a good laugh and poke fun at it. But then the the polish, you know, the, the setup scenarios with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, you know, winds us up a bit more. But But we usually do really enjoy going through it. But... <laughs> Not while we're doing six, <laughs> doing our oh, daily, not daily podcast yeah. on the Island UK. Don't you dare suggest it. And it won't be you who suggests it. You know damn well that'll be me getting carried up. So, so we're not, no, it's not on the radar <laughs> at all, literally. Um, so, Chris, you know yes. that. So when Love, so I think, is it the first week in August, I think Love Island UK finishes. Yes. And then the week after, it's Maths UK. Oh, so I think rarely the planets are going to align there. And uh, there's other stuff we could cover. Obviously, you know, bachelorettes going on. We've obviously got, you know, two bachelorettes this season, haven't we? So, you know, I am intrigued. I might actually watch it. I just don't think we'll, we'll cover it. But like you say, we've got Love Island USA as well. And I'm sure there's other stuff as well. What, what's that? Mar- what's that divorce? Oh, divorce one, one the big D in it, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one that we've got on the radar. That starts very soon. That the big, yeah. I think it's called the big D, something like that. Anyway, I wish I had a big D day. But anyway, <laughs> next email is um, from from Mona. She's for hi Chris and Dave. Just a short email about the Paige and Jack situation. I think what he's doing is reverse psychology. He's now crying, pushing her away pretending to leave, etc., in hopes that she will chase him because she obviously still cares for him. Great manipulation tactic. I just hope she doesn't fall for it. He's been treating all women he's come across like, there like shit, which is true. His argument with Gemma, Molly and Cheyenne and Paige from calling her pathetic to basically cheating on her with two girls in one day. And that after having a conversation with her about whether she'd been cheated on before and how many times. Loved all of your reactions to the Casamore recoupling. Can't wait to see what happens next. So awesome. okay. I think I think George in the background there is uh, agreeing with you as well. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like Jacks. No, he doesn't, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't fight anyone though, George. That's the problem. And we had an email <laughs> the other day, and I apologize from Rebecca. And it's a great little story, actually. We've had two emails from her. So apologies, Rebecca. We've we've got she's put Carolina on Love Island, which is what we talked about. She said Hello, thanks for all the podcasts so far. They've been making me laugh myself to sleep, but now my fiancé has asked me to listen to something else because it's too distracting for him. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with married at first. you laugh yourself to sleep? I don't know. He's not laughing by the sounds of it. He's getting, he's getting very annoyed. I can imagine Sam does it with me if I'm going to sleep and she really gets, gets the giggles and she fucking, you can see her like rocking, you know, like when she's pissing herself <laughs> laughing. So um, then again, I'm usually snoring pretty quickly, Dave, so not too bad. Um, but she's put, started off with Married at First Sight Australia. I met Alan Sam at Alcatraz, which she sent us a picture of, which is lovely. They are such lovely guys in real life. Have now caved in and started watching Love Island for the first time in my life, but I'm a little bit behind. I'm so relieved that I'm not the only person who did a double take at Ekin Sue and thought it was Carolina. On another note, I've been trying to find the Facebook page, but I don't know where to search. So I've sent Rebecca the, the link, Dave, so hopefully she's over there now or she's going to come over. And uh, Sorry, it was actually um, 
Alan Brent, she meant on the pictures, Dave, but great mm. picture she's got here. I'll have to put that on Facebook. Really good picture. Um, lovely stuff. So, yeah, thank you for that, Rebecca. It's a lovely email, that. I saw a few things. I, I think that Brent and what was the oh, what was the girl called who was going out with the bros model bloke? Oh, um, oh, with the dark hair. Yeah, they, they um, seem to have a little bit of something after the show. I, I don't know where they are. They're are they together? Yeah, Brent and um, oh, it's a, the brown haired girl. She was lovely as well. Once she's a lovely girl. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of a bloody name now, Dave. And everyone's going to be screaming, listening to this. Oh, fuck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> as usual, like, it'll just take me off on a tangent now. Anyway, I apologise. Uh, so anyway, guys, if you want to get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CV Reality Cast. Uh, if you get, get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Um, I'll actually put a link in the notes for today's show as well, guys. So it's there if you can't find it. Um, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com and at cdrealitycast. And on the Facebook page as well, guys, we've got both links to our uh, merchandise store now. So the Reality Radar T-shirts are out in the wild. Ed, our great friend, has uh, sent a first picture in, Dave, and he looked like oh, he, so was in, he was in a nightclub. <laughs> With the T-shirt on, Dave, he must have had people swarming around him, wondering what he was doing, asking for his number. You can just imagine it, can't you? I was thinking, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Who Chris and Dave? Well, pull up a chair. Let me explain, yeah. Oh, Chris, Chris, it's Ella. Ella, that's it. Yeah, she's yeah. nice, Ella. Lovely girl, Ella. Um but yeah, thank you for that, Ed. Top, top man. And I know we're going to get more, Dave, because I think Zoe and some of the other people on Facebook have got theirs in now, which is brilliant. So uh, awesome. send us the pictures, guys, and we'll put them on Facebook or post them on the Facebook group. That'd be great. It's just lovely to see, Dave. And there is news, Dave. Extra large is back in stock, so I will be doing some modelling shots with the reality nice. radar, with my <laughs> own trademark. <laughs> so... Holding my stomach in, Dave, you know what I mean? But there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, mate, brilliant. But anyway, today's roll call of honour, guys, is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lula Green, Lauren Haley, Hennessy Susan, Priscilla Deedee, Libby Helen, Joanna Amy, Noreen Jacqueline, Neve Brianna, Helen Keith, Michelle Gillian, Tom Zoe, Kristen Maggie and Gavin. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Everyone who supports us, honestly, we, it's so humbling. We really, really appreciate it. It's great. And the group on Facebook is going crazy. And I love all the chat and everything. It's so good. So thanks a lot, guys. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. It's been so much fun. And again, oh, we've got a day off now, haven't we? And we've got to wait for Sunday night. But uh, I, I'm hoping the drama continues on the trajectory that it's on. And uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for more of the fallout. Can't bloody wait, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.